I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is Eat Prisoner PC Podcast. That's red. There we go. Um, That's the colour we want. Yeah. Red. Like like Krypton's sun. Yes. Like the colour of not money. Indeed. Um, um, unless it's blood money. Oh, nobody wants that. Well, I, some I, There's do. definitely films called that. They yeah. must want it. Uh, anyway, oh, my dear. Um, <clears throat> last couple of days have been fairly quiet at work. Um, uh-huh. So I watched Mindhorn. That's about time. Yeah. Um, my initial thoughts are kind of glad I didn't go to the cinema to see it. Uh huh. Because it's fine. But I would, have, I think if I'd seen it in the cinema, I'd have felt it was a bit of a waste. I find that quite insulting because you don't use your Cineworld card and you pay for it. Uh, so that means not going to the cinema costs you nothing. No, but so actually going is a waste. But when it was out, we were going to see some things in. But I think. Well, I, I go all the time still. Yeah, I'm not I insane. I know. I need to. Get drag myself out and go and see something. But, uh, I think for that, I'd have been like, yeah, it's okay. I think it's definitely an instance where the trailer was better than the final product. Well, yeah, but I still enjoyed it. What did yeah, that you was, just do? I, I know. I, I got through it, but it, it, was, yeah. it did hurt a little there, bit. There were some strange, um, horrible sibilance there. But no, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. Um, the ending was a bit abrupt. And it was like they could have used a bit more... Well, yeah, they obviously didn't have an end, and they yeah, were like, fuck no, it, let's yeah. just go. Yeah, but um, that was fine. Um, enjoyed all the performances. There was nothing really bad wow. about it. It's, it's probably the best review you've ever given anything. Yeah. Um, Twelve stars. <laughs> however many you want, I don't care. <laughs> it's very non-specific. <laughs> Everyone is happy. Yes. Delighted. Um, oh. My... Um, Flatbread's sitting the wrong way, it's coming back up. Now, at least you chewed today, because uh, otherwise it's going to suffocate you. Yeah. <laughs> I could slide it all into my mouth, I just wouldn't be able to swallow it. Well, yeah, you know, uh, like that thing with the eclairs they talk about. What? You know, eclairs, they say you can eat them in one go, but they'll um, expand in your mouth, so you'll die. Oh, like rice in a pigeon's belly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aesop, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Oh. oh, oh, oh! It just remind me of dead um, desert island discs. The de- dead authors <laughs> one where they did Aesop. I've already forgotten. Oh, who was Aesop? I can't remember, but it was just he just shouted his name at the end of everything he said. Yeah, so. it might have been a Chris Tillman one. Yeah, you know the guy who does Hervé Villachaiser. Mm. I don't really know him from much, but he turns up on Super Ego quite a lot. <sighs> he seems like the sort of person who. To nail an impression when you know you can't guess who it is, would just shout his name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I have uh, uh, procured a flight of the Concords for you, so you can stop asking me in text chains how to watch it. I was actually actually looking that up on Amazon Prime last night. No, and then I realised that I looked it up like two days ago and went, "I've already done this," but I'd forgotten. No, I know you're terrible. (laughs) I mean, I'm terrible too. Oh. You know the, the thing I like most about this uh, desk? Yeah. The lights for our voices. Ooh. It's like, we're, we're like Kit from Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're going to grow up to be a headmaster in a cramp signal. 
Or a husband in the graduate, wasn't he? I never saw the graduate. I hate that's probably too late that's now. Why, that's why I made a Boy Meets World reference and not a graduate reference. That really says it all about me, I think. Oh, you know. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Schneebly. Feeny. Oh, I got it really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Schneebly from? There was definitely a Schneebly in something. Is that uh, Ferris Bueller? Is he the headmaster? I, I, uh, Ferris Bueller's one of these films that I don't think I've ever sat and watched it in, like, in its entirety in one go. Uh-huh. I've definitely seen it all. Yeah, yeah, but not in because order. Because it was on like Paramount Comedy Channel on repeat, practically. Yeah. So I think I've seen chunks, but all mixed up. I get what you're saying. I have that with E.T. Uh, yeah. And Top Gun. I have not seen <laughs> E.T. since I was a kid, and I have no will to ever watch it again. But now, it was the other day, I was like, I know what I haven't watched in years. Jaws. It's on Amazon Prime, so I might have to give that a watch again soon. Because for some reason, I just thought, I haven't watched that since I was too young to watch that. <laughs> it's a PG and you can never be too young is to it? watch Jaws yeah well I didn't realise it was PG yeah no. the only reason the DVD is a 12 is because uh, uh, there's behind the scenes footage and uh, one of them is an outtake of Roy Schneider trying to sh- shoot a gun the gun doesn't work and he's just like fucking piece of shit throws it across the room <laughs> oh. a room boat obviously boat. he doesn't shoot a gun on the in, in a room Get rooms on boats it's obviously oh, the. No, you don't get rooms. It's cabins. Oh. Yeah, it's obviously smiling piece of shit. You know, kind of bang. Yeah. Um, but he uh, um, does he say mm. that in the first one? No, I don't think he does. That's the second one, right? Yeah, I can't remember. It's the second one when he uh, isn't it? The second one he blows it up by shooting it with a gun while it's in electric cables because all those things can happen. Like he's got. Isn't, isn't that just a big, some sort of electrical phone pole thing into its mouth? I don't know, but I think he shoots it at that time. I think it just blows up. I, f- I feel like he does it twice, but who knows? How does the third one happen? He's not even in it, and I remember him killing it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> flashback. Death by flashback. It's uh, it's another mm. one of those uh, uh, um, Gershwin effects. Is that, I know no, it's, it's a Mandela effect. I'm changing it for a new parallel universe. Is that, which one? Is it four that's a re- the revenge? Yeah, it's the one with the uh, psychic mum. And the uh, the revenge-seeking shark. And yeah, Michael Caine is just like uh, <laughs> trying to buy himself a... Was it a swimming pool he no, wanted? No, he's like, I've, I've never, or an extension? I've never seen it, but I've seen the garage it built, and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I believe is the case. <coughs> oh. yeah. Sorry, everyone, I can't uh, edit around that right now. That's fine. Until we figure this out. You know what I could have done? Look at this future reference. Cough like. button. No, well, sort of. Nope. Yeah. Just down it. But it's, it's, it's miles away. Oh, no, I could, I could. You. you could, I could go, I could turn purple and you could turn me down. Uh, for you at home, he was saying that he could have turned purple and could have turned him down, so. I'm sure that I would have leaked over to you ever so uh, slightly. Well, I'm just making sure people at home can hear it. I don't think anyone yeah, cares. I think that switches off the subtitles as well. Yeah. Oh, I was supposed to do that <laughs> as well. Well, that's not going to happen now. Hmm. Well, we still can't hear what's going oh, on on the but- I Tally. couldn't see the subtitles anyway for the laptop in front of the It's screen. a very badly <laughs> framed everything right no. now. But as you can tell <clears throat> from our setup, not you at home, no. Richard. <laughs> me. Yeah, actually you. Yes, me. Is that I can't move this TV. There is nowhere else to put it. Uh. I mean, there is nowhere else to put it. I could slide it along, you see, six inches, and I know what you'd do. You'd stab my TV with your microphone stand, oh. and there's no fucking way that's happening. Shit. I hear what you're saying. You've got two TVs. I don't care. You've got seven TVs. Do you mind if I come around to your house and kick one of them in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to watch 
all seven seasons of something that's got seven seasons at the same time. Everything has seven seasons, oh, right? Just watch all seven uh, Harry Potter films. You could watch all seven seasons of Seinfeld simultaneously. There's nine, I know, because you can then watch one on your iPad and one on your phone. And prove they all sync up. <laughs> Larry David's a genius. <laughs> oh, no soup for you or something. Uh, you definitely owned the ball. I know, but it's, for some reason, anytime. I ever think of Seinfeld? That's the only episode I can remember. What about what about uh, all the all the cliched ones? What about the one that's like Memento? That's great, isn't it? Remember, isn't it? Um, um, God, I can't remember the character names. What's her name? I'm thinking of her real name. <laughs> Shit! What? Um, Jerry. George. George. Kramer. Kramer. Oh, oh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, it, it was there for a second. I was about to say it, and then it just instantly jumped out of my mouth yeah. as if to go, "Nope!" But I did almost say it. Nope. We're gonna get this. Oh. You're not. Kramer, George. I just buzzed. I don't. This, oh, this could be terrible. Oh, you need shoes. What? You need shoes. You had to put on to come meet you. Why so on? why's your phone coming through so slow? I don't know. We've been hanging out for 15 minutes. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think we need to stop at a shop on the way home. To mine. Oh, yeah, 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 you're off today. Yeah. It's very confusing. Um, I forgot need, about that bit. We need flour for cheese sauce. There you go. <coughs> Can you see the face of cheese sauce <laughs> hatred? Yeah. Lasagna, like, you know, like lasagna. Oh, well, lasagna's fine. Your mum's lasagna is very nice. Well, that's what it's for. Yeah, I know, but cheese sauce, generally speaking, you think mac and cheese. Yeah, I cannot eat mac and, and cheese. And I would, uh, I, you know, no. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan. But I say when it's on lasagna, it's fine. Everything gives me indigestion nowadays, so I try not to eat anything. I think I'm turning into Trump. Isn't that a terrible thought? Oh, no. Well, you know, you always hear that he only eats, <coughs> uh, he only eats Big Macs. Or like right. he eats McDonald's because he fears people are poisoning him. McDonald's are poisoning you. Stop. <laughs> but there's also like he's scared people are out to get him, and yet there's that clip of him doing a speech behind bulletproof glass, and then he walks out from behind the bulletproof glass and waves the glass and waves to people, while the Secret Service just sit behind him and facepalm. I thought I thought you were going to say he waves at the glass. Thank you, glass. <laughs> no. I'm alive. He, he walks over at the side, just right out from behind it, as if to go, yeah, I'm finished that now. And you can see yourself like, that's, that's not being getting shot, you dick. Uh, yeah. Luckily, all the people that support him are the ones with guns, so it's fine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like when people were saying how, uh, you know, the, the positive response to the State of the Union address. Yeah, but no one, you know, no one who doesn't like him is going to watch it. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to get a positive response. Yeah, so. And it's not that positive, right? Out yeah. of the people who watched it, what, 60% liked it? And if they're all Trump supporters, then That's almost half of them didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I know we rambled, but Jesus Christ. What was that, 85 minutes, that thing? <laughs> yeah, he just goes off script. Just talks about how great he is. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Excuse me. Oh. Anyway, what we're doing? We are... Doing so many things. <coughs> One of I'm those sorry. things, I realise, is probably putting a cable into this laptop so that I can actually show the episode, because none of that is done. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, that's got to happen. Also, I was so busy this week, 
My notes are still on my phone. But as I remember, or if I remember rightly, I don't have many notes. Because oh. I reckon we could do a synopsis quite quickly and then just watch it scene by scene and go, more nursery rhymes. Yeah. It's... More nursery rhymes. <sighs> These last two episodes. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the last one yet. Have you not? No. I, I, I watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still not entirely sure what I think. Well, I think I know what I think. I, I, I think nothing. It, it's it's a strange one. It's, it's uh, yeah. This is uh, on oh, this uh, episode sixteen of the Prisoner. Yeah. Uh, Once upon a time. Is that what it's called? Yep. Right. <clears throat> is me. unusual television. Yeah, you can really see where uh, this influ- influenced uh, Grant Morrison's comic books in the nineties and his like mm. plays and stuff that you read. I mean, it's nothing like that now because obviously now he works with uh, Brian Taylor, who made the Crank films, and together right. they made Happy. Okay, which is still not. It is fantastic, though I don't think it's possible for me to have watched it in this country yet. Oh. So maybe I haven't seen it. Oh. Right, hold on. To stop feedback killing us, we're going to pause the record, and we're going to take off our headphones for 30 seconds while they hook up this uh, episode, and then we're going to go from there. Okay? Okay, go. Go. Whatever. He's normally quite Uh stone-faced, but there's just a smirk in his face, and I'm like, yeah, you're loving this scene. Well done for you, pal. (laughs) I'm chuffed for you. You're the hero of this. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Quite. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, indeed. Exactly. Indubitably. 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 I need to find my notes on my phone because I can't find them on my fucking thing. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a series of fucking terrible notes, Gareth. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I've... I'm going to get the basics out of the way before we start running this in the background, right? Cool. And we'll go from there. Because uh, this is Once Upon a Time, which is the 16th out of 17 episodes. And no matter what order you seem to watch it in, this is the 16th episode. Oh, it has to be. So, yeah. It's... Um, first UK transmission date, Thursday, 25th of January, 1968. Indeed. So, um, yeah. Only on Scottish, apparently. Mm. Which I assume is STV. Yeah. Must be grumpy as well. Must have I know it's always a grampian before. Now it says STV. Yeah. 7.30 till 8.30pm. <clears throat> Written and directed by Patrick McCullen. See, now, why didn't he go with these <clears throat> nom de plume Joseph Surf for this one? But no, he did. He do, he's, Hasn't he used two nom de plumes so far? It's always and, been Joseph Surf, isn't it? No, I'm Twice. sure there's a different one. There's, there's two Joseph Surfs, mm. but Patrick McGowan has also directed an episode not as Joseph Surf, mm. and he's done this. Yeah. And I'm sure there's another name that might be him as well. I think Joseph Surf came back. Mm-hmm. Like the cat that time. Oh, yeah, the cat. <laughs> oh, featured in these last two episodes. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh. It's quite sad. Though uh, 1.5 gets a beautiful <clears throat> pair of glasses that I've been trying to find online. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Sort of weird... Uh, weird... Like some Captain Cold shit. Goggles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're what I believe are known as Eskimo sunglasses. Well, not anymore. I suppose Inuit sunglasses. <laughs> Why? 
I'm guessing because the Eskimos invented it. The, the, Inuits, sorry. So it prevents like, um, snow blindness or something, maybe. Yeah. Cuts out, obviously, certain Ooh. rays. There's only a small slit to look through. I mean, that's pretty much the same as a, yeah. that pinhole you can look at the sun through. There you go. <laughs> so they can also look at the sun. I'm not suggesting they have another set that's just pinholes. That's very <laughs> dangerous for you know, general visibility. Yeah. Especially when everything's white as well. Yeah. Apart from and the noses moving, of snow, be- snow moving, bears. Moving, yeah, snow yeah, bears. Snow bears. <laughs> you're moving fast on your sled thing with your dogs. and You, you need to be able to see where you're going properly. Yep. Pinholes are just not going to do it. This is a really random episode, like our chat right now. <laughs> yeah. And that's good because this yeah. is a really random episode we're trying to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I get the concept of the whole episode, <clears throat> but I don't really know how no. to talk about it. There's... Um, well, if you go with your synopsis and say once we start watching, there are certain things. Yes. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. The synopsis. There's so many notes before the really the synopsis matters as uh, well. Yeah. Um. So let's just uh, let's blow through this synopsis, right? And then also, <laughs> uh, as you all uh, know, I color code my notes, but I do that after it comes off my phone. Yeah. So at the minute, it's a nightmare. No, <laughs> um. To the point where you're like, I suppose we didn't even have to do this today if we did want to. You know that. No. Because we were one ahead. Yeah. So there's still a girl who was death coming out Friday. All right. Yeah, but it's fine. But no, us, I'm just saying, I feel... Like, I know it does. I just feel so unprepared for this one. So let's have a go. Well, we could wait and just do a double header. I like the idea of doing this and then touching back on it. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Well, we kind of have to because you haven't watched the last episode yet. True story. The intro, they say they replaced the intro mm-hmm. and it is just a recap of this episode. Oh, previously on The Prisoner. In pretty much in like four and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Would it have been better? And then, I say, for that last episode. <laughs> Would this have been better as a webisode? Possibly. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, this feels long, this episode. Well, yeah, it's two people. It's um, a play at the yeah. end of the day. Um, a play that occasionally has a small man shaking a maraca. Spoilers for the last episode. The last 20 minutes really doesn't do anything. And then because of the last 20 minutes, Madam um, Goon had to go into hiding because fans were so angry about it. Well, yeah, <laughs> They were like, we demand answers and you didn't give us any. You're a dick. We're going to find you. And he actually had to go, oh, I better keep a low profile for... Again, a month. Proving, uh, again, that uh, that people don't change. Yeah, I mean, give us answers. Uh, no. Ah, uh, we hate you. Uh, Twin Peaks, give us answers. Yeah. No. Ah, uh, we hate you. Uh, even The Killing, which is pretty by the book, right? And it's also called, definitive article, The Killing, right? Yeah. At the end of the first series, they don't find out who the murderer was, right? Yeah. People went fucking ape shit. You go, yeah, but it's about a killing. <clears throat> So, so next season should seriously be about the same one. Yeah. So what are you worried about? <laughs> Enjoy the characters. Oh. Saying that, I mean, I I I really think it did take me uh, until I watched Twin Peaks: The Return to truly appreciate. You don't need story in TV. You yeah. know what I mean? Or plot, as it were. Characters can just do stuff. Yeah. And that's enjoyable and fine. Mm. But it did take me a long time for to learn that lesson. So thank mm. you, David Lynch. <laughs> and also, when I went back and rewatched season two of uh, Mr. Robot, yeah. it's so much better now I've watched Twin Pigs. Okay. Because it's a character piece, right. right? So, right, I know you've watched season one. You haven't watched season two yet. No. I can tell from your face. You gave up for a while. Yeah. Right. They wrote 
Mr. Robot as a film script. Right. Okay. So season one is act one. Right. Okay. Right. So season two is half of act two. Mm. Season three is the other half. So theoretically, there's only one season left. Though apparently USA might want five, so they might have to split that out a little bit. Hope they don't, because the pace got real good at the end of season yeah. three. Oh, I know. Don't do say that, because that's what you say when you're never going to watch it again, and it upsets me. So either shit will get off the pot, but don't tell me you'll do something when I know okay. you won't. I won't shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the weird thing about that is, I believe you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it on my iPad, no shit while I'm doing it. Right, here we go. Doubling up. Synopsis. Synopsis, yeah. So, uh, all the other attempts uh, to find out why the prisoner resigned have failed, okay? So they get hold of uh, the number two from Chimes of Big Ben, Liam McKern. Yes. I think my favourite number two. Definitely, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uh, moans a lot that they're shit and then obtains permission to try degree absolute, yes. a form of interrogation based on psychoanalytic techniques in which the prisoner will be regressed to childhood. Uh, and he, number two, and the butler, 1.5, well, yep. uh, will be locked in a self-contained underground bunker, the embryo room. Yes, which is just weird. For seven days. During which time the prisoner will be taken uh, symbolically through the stages of his life to date. Yes. Which includes him, I think, uh, not running someone over or running someone over. Even that scene was quite yeah, yeah. confusing. It was <laughs> <laughs> there was certain points at this, it was just like, I'm sorry, what's he doing there? Why is he on a riding more? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Hold on. This gets very odd. Before we real... Oh. Is this balance good, right? You're uh, so you're there, and I'm here. And yes. I'm just, why don't you just sound Weak. slightly better? And I'm trying to yeah. even the playing field of salt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I, 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 you do have to take into account, or I have to take into account, that I hate the sound of my own voice, and I think most people do. Oh yeah. I so don't, I don't like it's very voice. hard for me to tell whether I sound good or not. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um. But you do, so well done. Yay. There. Yay, me. I didn't even try that hard. I'm just, oh, I'm just, I'm just um, natural. Oh, I've got, I've got one random thing to oh. try as we start doing this, right? Yes. So if sudden pain fills your ears, apologies. Oh. But I think with that little depress there, I think I've nailed it. I'm scared. Um, oh, oh. Saying that, this will, I think, then appear... On the recording, oh. I can't take it away. Cool. So if it's pointless, just we'll fade in and out. You yeah. Know what I'm okay. Um, I'm getting ready to scream. No, no, no. I've got to press play first. And then I'll scream. <laughs> and then I've got to turn this up first. Mm. Crank it. And I think this has to go up too. Mm. There we go. Oh. Come on, that's quite special. Yeah, it is. Honestly, I like this. In, the, in this scene as well, as 1.5 setting out breakfast, yep. I do like Rover sitting in the chair. It's a good fit. It's just, that's uh, pretty special. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never even noticed that. Because <laughs> I saw that and I'm just like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's almost yeah. like he's number two. Yeah. 
And well, he's definitely taunting number two because see, this one's he's been brought back and he's not too chuffed about it. Um, is that is that literally how he comes back? That's him coming back, Jack, and coming through the floor. Well, That's the, his first minute back in the job. There's definitely a thing in the, the last episode where there's lots of people coming in and out of the floors and being put mm-hmm. into like cells and stuff. Yeah. So this is obviously he's been he's been meant to probably been getting the shit kicked out of him for failing before. Yeah. So this is him going right. You get another chance. We'll take you out of the little cell thing. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so coming out of the floor is definitely, you'll see the next one coming from punishment side of it. Yeah. So. I feel very, uh, I already feel bad for some of these number twos though. Are you saying that if they're not working, they're just being tortured? Well, it seems harsh. Another number is there two, another village just well, for number twos? Another number two does come back in the next episode as well. Remember the one that was um, in Hitchhiker's Guide? He was the gold Frenchman captain in the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he comes back. I mean, he's up. He seems to be doing fine for himself because he's mm. seems to be in charge, kind of, of where they go at the end of the, in the next episode. Yeah. So he he he's um. Yeah. So he seems to be all right until he kind of fucked. Oh, that. random thing, right? Yeah. How angry can you eat toast? I mean, that's that's some devilish, devilishly angry toast eating. Well, but it's a, just the whole pacing back and forth in your house while eating toast. But he's just so angry. Look at him. Look at look at that. It's a fucking motherfucker's always <laughs> trying to stop me eating toast. Punishing toast. No. Oh. Just seems unnecessary. Mm. Toast not... is quite important to this though. The butler always does bring in toast. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Toast? Toast on it. Like toast reckoning. Because <laughs> if you have to wait for toast, what you've got then is previously warmed toasted bread. <laughs> Yeah, but You've got to eat it quite quick. No, no you don't. Toast racks, you see, stop it going soggy. And therefore it's much better. It's still, it's, uh, it goes cold too quick. I, again, well, what would you rather have, soggy toast? I'll just not have toast, I'll have something else instead. Well, there you go, that sorts that problem out for exactly, you. Just, Why I, is this a conversation I, about this toast a conversation racks? conversation because I'd said I was not a fan of toast. No, and to, and you said toast racks, and that's why I got confused. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, toast racks are daft as well. Toast racks are brilliant. For people who like toast. You well, don't like toast. I don't like people who like toast. <laughs> Fine. Oh. And he does just Who um, knew this is how the podcast is gonna end next week? When um so six has been a dick to people. He's being Fred Di- that's Fred Dinage. That's how he got the idea for uh, how. What is it? Fred Fred Dinage. Oh he, yeah, that was he was in that, yeah. He was the, the old dude. Yeah. Who else was in that? Gaz Top. Gaz Top. Yeah. You know how I know? Because he's basically got my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he just accosts a man in the square and just has a go at him for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just the little highlights of his most dickish moments. Well, it's the pilot, isn't it? Yeah. He's watching the pilot. He watches uh, uh, more of the pilot when he's drinking tea. <laughs> he, he watches that one where he destroys the radio and then the repairman comes around, which I think is also the pilot. Yeah. But you have to remember as well that this was filmed directly after Chimes of Big Ben. Yeah. So they'd only made like... <clears throat> yeah, true. Um, like, I think this is episode six for what, yeah. how they filmed no, I'm, it. I'm sure I read that um, in between. Yeah, you. Chimes of Big Ben's five. Yeah. So you know what I mean? They only had the pilot, the one where... Um, uh, what is that called? I was going to say Head in the Poles. That is not what it's called. The one where he go, you know, he, he's going to be elected. Um, 
show me the check, yeah, checkmate as well. Yeah, that one, checkmate. Yep. Um, this looks very good on this TV. To be frank, I mean, he he doesn't look good. He looks very unwell. <laughs> He always does. And just think, this is the 60s. We used to watch him in Rumpole the Bailey yeah. in like the 80s and 90s. Well, there's a, a hint to that later on in this episode where he's got the whole um, judge stuff on. I'm like, ooh. I mean, yeah, but no, but yeah. I know. It's just like, hey, look at him. He's <laughs> Mini Rumpole. Yeah. Little Rumpole. Little Rumpole do a little <laughs> dance for us. <laughs> oh, no. he's he, We've accidentally written the Rumpole of the Bailey. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he is pretty much. If to this point, you see oh yeah, the clips, check it out. It, the uh, the supervisor got his job back after. Yes. Uh, well, one point five got his job back as well, really. Well, I I feel like he secretly was in charge and just walked out for a well, while and came you, back. You do kind of get because, and the next these two episodes are very one point five heavy. Mm. And he does seem to have a, a level of control that he seems to I mean he doesn't wear a number. Mm. Gets to do pretty much what he likes, and again, if he doesn't feel like listening to someone, yeah. he just won't. <laughs> and it's just gets no, I'm not. I'm doing what he tells me now. Why? Because I get to decide, and, and I don't seem to get any consequences for it. I was almost fired. Didn't come about because I didn't want to be fired, so I wasn't. Yeah, but there's a bit where you could see of that in this, but also right that it's quite heavily exposed at one point, or in exposition, I should say. But they're not really dealt with in a way that makes sense. That they do switch places. Like two becomes six, and six becomes two. Yes. Yeah. So, like, literally at one point, he's screaming, "Die!" Uh, six is screaming, "Die! Six die! Two two. Yeah. <laughs> and um. then also when uh, they're talking at one point five, and he goes, uh, and and two goes, open the door. Uh, it, the you know one point five doesn't. Mm. But then when six has opened the door, he does. Yeah. So it's almost like, oh, look at that. Well, apparently there is a <laughs> follow-up comic um, from the 80s where Six is, his, memory's been, his memory of the village has been erased uh-huh. and he's living in his flat and 1.5 still his butler. And I was like, oh, okay, I might have... Can... Let's try that thing. I don't know, there's <laughs> an unpublished... Do you see that? There's an unpublished Jack Kirby comic right. from... The 80s that is getting released at some point before the new run that I told you about. Yeah. I sent you a picture where uh, uh, Peter Milligan's doing it. And Peter Milligan obviously wrote um, uh, I Zombie, yeah. which is now a TV show, nothing like it. Um, and uh, X Force with Mike Allred. That was the one where X Force decided that they <coughs> needed better media exposure and became like a reality TV show. <laughs> it's really good. And then they became ecstatics because it sounded cooler. It does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> True that. But ironically, as soon as they became ecstatics, uh, the more normal team returned to X-Force. Yeah. But I still miss uh, my Goldred's uh, drawings of Wolverine. They're, they're great. Um, so plus, no. they recu- plus they uh, created Dupe. Was it Dupe? He's like an yeah. alien that looks like Slimer, but he's got like an X logo on his belly. Right. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. Man. We'll dig it out when we get to yours. It's in that comic All book right. box I gave you. Then we have to be de- very careful with that comic. I looked it up recently. I wanted to buy. You know, I didn't want to buy a copy again. I was just. Uh, it was in that period where I was going to sell comics, and I realized just how much effort it was for mm. for the recoup. But that book was like 
three hundred quid everywhere. Oh Jesus! But you know what would happen, right? You'd sell it, and someone would go, "That's got that." Yeah. I want all my money back. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have a comic. So, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. eBay is a, a, a nightmare fuel place. Mm-hmm. Until it isn't. Until you meet nice people who sell you 500 pound mixes for 150, uh, 75 quid. Oh, fair Do you know how much it cost them to po- Here's a sidestep. Yeah. Do you know how much it cost them to post this? Yeah. Insanity. 25 pounds. Almost oh. twenty seven seventy. Oh, that was a good guess on my part. Oh. I shit myself. You know why? Send it second class fucking parcel force. It's only twelve yeah. fifty. I know oh. he posted it late, and he wanted to make sure I got it. Yeah, but I don't, and I don't know if he doesn't sell things normally on eBay, right? Mm-hmm. But I bought it for one hundred and seventy five quid, plus I think six fifty postage, yeah. right? His postage was twenty eight quid, right? Yeah. Ebay is going to take 10%. All right. right? Yeah. And PayPal are going to take their cut. So this is like 125 quid he's going to see out of this. And it cost him like 400. Do you mean? Maybe he just didn't know how to use it. And so yeah. maybe it's still getting something out of it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sure how to use it. There's some buttons on there that I'm very concerned about. But you'll persevere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I've never had the... Uh, Ability to root before. With a U. That was an Australian's movie like, what? (laughs) R-O-U-T-E. This, here's a bit here, sorry, coming back to this episode. Yeah. His weird childlike face. Yeah, I love it. That's in my notes. Really? I find it terrifying. I I, I think it's spot on. It's. He looks a little bit like a T-Rex. It almost looks like he should have been some sort of... There's definitely a version that I've seen drawn of the Joker at one point that was very like that, but just without the face paint on. It was just, that was bizarre. That was horrible. He's fine now, but it was just that one scene. It was just, yeah. it was far no, too no, creepy. I have, I have notes, but they were all quite positive. Mm. He inhabited childlike uh, innocence perfectly. Mm. At this point, I was like, oh... Bye bye one point five. He's going away, but then they go down as well. So it's like okay. Hooray! Because I, I thought we were losing one point five at this point, but luckily no. I don't know what that means. I'll leave it for now. Hmm? All right, hold on. Let me go through some other parts of this uh, synopsis quickly because there's a couple of bits here, right? So they're going to reg- they're going to regress and we go through it. So together they go through the prisoner's childhood. Yes. His graduation, his first job in a bank, right, and uh, recruitment into the secret service. Um, and that, but the thing is, number two becomes sufficiently involved in the process that events from his own life, notably his detention by the Germans in the Second World War, begin to blend into those of the prisoners. The prisoner finally regains control of himself and his own psyche. And he and number two swap places. Yeah. With number two collapsing dead, the compa- command die six die. Uh, <laughs> the prisoner is released and is taken at his request to meet number one. That's the full synopsis. We're getting it out of the way because what is about to happen while we watch this episode is um, a, a play where uh, if you read the trivia, everyone had a nervous breakdown at some point. <laughs> Which is... I think I did while watching it as well. So, I don't know. Um, it's it's um, 
You know that bit in uh, Once Upon a Time in America where the phone rings for like 20 minutes? Yeah. That's pretty much what's happening with these maracas right now. Well, the butler just go into town. I, I did write a note that we didn't know this, but the butler was Bez from Happy Mondays all along. <laughs> right, well, there you go. Oh. Also, that chalkboard is disgusting. That's it, the, it really it, is. It's the worst blackboard I've ever seen. It is. And it, I think it's the wet cloth thing, because normally you don't have to use a wet cloth, you use a dry yeah. rub thing, but they've decided to go wet. Well, you, you do have to uh, get, use wet occasionally, occasionally, right? Yeah, but they seem to have just you know, been primarily... Yeah, and he's still drawing on it while it's wet, and that doesn't work as well. Yeah, but so. l- luckily from the next shot, it's dry. But yeah, if you're going to get into a into goof territory, <laughs> and I'm not that person. But um, the way he writes on that board, the sound of the chalk on the board, you know yeah. what it makes me think of? Right. Harris in Police Academy 1. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Police procedures. <laughs> oh. um, now, you've got find missing link, B, mm. put it together, C, bang. Mm. I'm sorry. Right, you had me up until C. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What? What are your? What? What is it you're planning here? Because, yeah. Are those glasses made out of paper? I I thought I would there for a second. So I did never I. Noticed. I oh. But um, I when I was watching it initially, I thought they were wood. Now it looks like they might just be like compressed paper. There's also a part here where they're wandering around and you see the various things that are in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like. Oh God! Please let us not see him on that rocking horse at some point. And then later on, you do, and it's <laughs> it's etched in my head. I don't like it. <laughs> but um, most six is still being a dick most of the time, right? Yeah, he's like he's on a seesaw. And he's like, I'm gonna fuck this man up. <laughs> yeah. You know that bit when he used to do the seesaw as a kid, and you do it hard enough that the other person would come up and then slam their coccyx back on the seesaw. I. No, I don't think I ever did that. I know, probably seen it done, but um, but I don't think I ever spent that much time on seesaws. Well, you know, playgrounds have seesaws, and I, you know, I think it's stuff where it's two people have to do things together. Oh no, it's a sad tale of childhood. Apologies. No, I, I just, I think I just skipped that part. Cause I'm not sure I was ever into it. Yeah, or you had a choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. But. <laughs> Good to see 1.5's getting a bit of fun out of this on his little swing. I mean, he doesn't seem to be smiling, though. He's more but like... He's more like a doll. He's more like... <laughs> he's, he's, it's a satisfied look on his face. He's maybe not smiling, but he's just like, yeah, this is, this is going fine. Mm. I mean, a, to a be good, quite honest, right? For him. If you had to list all the actors in the world, he's quite high up that list. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, does, he does a good job. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, one thing I did note is that the, the straw hat does not suit the tuxedo. It does not match. He could have just carried it. He didn't have to wear it. He didn't have to, but isn't it just a, a you know beneficial for everyone? I mean, it's much too big for his head, but it's, I think it's much too big for uh, Six's head, so... What? Why? <laughs> Here's the thing when it comes to education. What, what is the deal with mortar boards? Mortar boards, and I think I pronounce it properly. I don't know. Why are they a thing? I, I mean, only at graduation, right? But, uh, Nowadays. But still, why? I don't know. Google it, motherfucker, and tell no, me. I thought you would tell me. This is just you to a T. So I will wait till someone show, tells me, and then I will be in, of interest. Okay, all right. Hey, Siri. Mortar boards. Why? Yeah, that's going to do it. 
Web search turns something up for mortarboards. Why? Why do graduates wear funny hats at Wonderopolis? Here's here's a thing. Why is she cutting through the mix so well? I mean, that is upsettingly... <laughs> like, it's like she's in the room with us. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, why do graduates... What is a... Um, that's far too much. You know, you're, you're getting really taken away from the show now. See, this is why you should have done it in advance. I'm just telling you what they're called. I know what they're called, dickheads. Okay, never mind. I don't care enough. Moving on. You know the thing It's not the mortarboards It's those uh, Inuit sunglasses You wear when you Graduate That make you look Really cool oh, That's fine I'd, I might have Actually attempted it uh, Some sort of education If I got to wear Those sunglasses Yeah Because you can't Just buy them I googled them After this <laughs> And you can't I mean there's a couple Of you know Because uh, there's that Wonderful pair <laughs> In Big Trouble In Little China One of the gang Members wear them mm. But um, and also, you know, from a comic book p- perspective, then they all wear them in that Dark Knight Returns. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I googled them, yeah. found out what they were called, yep. and then uh, dug out a price between five hundred pounds what and two thousand five hundred pounds a pair because they haven't been made since the sixties. Well, <laughs> all I see is some sort of market there where we make them ourselves and then sell them on like Etsy or something. Yeah, well you could probably make them on a 3D printer. What is that thing there? This comes up a lot in this episode. The weird spinny thing. Well, the spinny thing was, remember, when he went down to be uh, organised in the pilot. Remember there was that guy down there? Oh, yeah. And he was spinning things around and talking to him. Uh, and then he smashes it to pieces. <laughs> was that the pilot? I feel like that's the pilot. Possibly. It's just uh, It's it, definitely in the first few episodes again. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's just Actually it might have been the, the what the one where he he's a politician. I think they they walk through that thing for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the HQ and then they go down some stairs and he's there and he asks him a bunch of questions and he's like, Fuck you, that's my name <laughs> <laughs> Like Alec Baldwin and Glen Gary Glenross. Straw hats, what's the deal with them? Um, I don't know, Rod. I'm taking too caught up in headgear. Rod Stewart really <coughs> liked him in the uh, the seventies. That's, uh, that's all I remember. Yeah. I feel like there's at least ten Rod Stewart albums where he's got a straw boater. <laughs> what a dick. Ah, oh, you know. <sighs> Men wanted to be him. Women loved him. What more do you need? He yeah. likes Aberdeen. <laughs> Didn't he live in Aberdeen for ages? I'm sure someone said that to me. Oh, right, I've got a note here. Right, oh, I know my. I've got behind in my notes, like, oh. like for this bit, by considerably because I forgot what they meant. The bit where the supervisor just keeps going five. Oh yeah, five. Yeah, when they're five, five. <laughs> and what do you reckon this? Uh, the, uh, I. Oh, I know what that means now as well. That's good. Um, when when he's screaming five, right? Yeah. Um, I wrote a note that just says McKern has gone full toast, and I realise now that I meant toast of London. Oh, you know right. Matt Berry. Yeah. Because yeah, because <laughs> there is a, le- a level of theatricality to the whole thing that is quite uncool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, or at least it becomes cool because of its uncoolness. You know what I mean. Yeah. 
Um, Put him in the hairdryer. Yeah, there's weird hairdryers pop up a lot in this. Actually, can't remember the next episode as well. Mm. Yeah, there's a weird hairdryer scene with McCarran as well, where it is obviously just a hairdryer, but they're going, no, we'll call it something else. We'll change that plastic bit to green and uh, it'll look futuristic. Stop ruining the next episode. I'm just saying, it's just a, it's just a, this is what is a recurring theme. This one's not green. This is they just mention a, it next week when it's a recurring theme. Sorry, it's not it's yet. It's just, it's. Okay. It hasn't occurred yet. Oh, 1.5 <laughs> fucked up there and looked directly in the camera. He corrected himself pretty quickly. So. Uh, At least they put a light in it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, certainly. To do more weird shit to his head. I mean, yeah, but it's only lights in it. What do you reckon? He's got SAD or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's one of those give B- him some B12 more vi- lamps yeah, or give something. Give him what, some vitamin D. Yeah. He's all sad. What is B12? What's B12 then? I don't know. Okay. The sunlight is vitamin D. Uh, okay. I don't know what B12. But okay. B12 is a shot, right? It's called a B12 shot. I remember that. Oh, here he is, and he's rocking horses. Upset. He's like really this. going to town riding it as well. He's like. Yeah. He likes that too much. <laughs> he'd, he'd make a good gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the thrusting out. Well, I'm not, you know, because he's riding the horse is why I'm saying it. I'm not really concentrating on the thrust. <laughs> oh. well, either way, that works either way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but saddles, definitely get right. <laughs> if you I'm like just... saddles, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I There's plenty know. of people who like, um, yeah. I don't know, what do you call it? Clutching at straws, really. Huh? Equestrians. Oh, is that don't what? get me started on them. Is that, is Send that... them back to where they came from, Equestria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, four-legged bastards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How pop, many times pop, do pop, they say pop. the word pop, do you reckon? Why pop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then the scenes change yeah. and there's still every other word saying pop yeah. as they punch each other. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't... This is a, I'm kind of lost by this point as well as to... Why are we suddenly punching each other? But well, no, because we're going forward in his career, and at some point, obviously, he uh, liked to punch people for sport, oh. which makes sense because he's very good at beating people up. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, only in the last episode he got in a boxing ring and beat the fuck out of someone. So that's True. two episodes in a row. True. And you know, the episode before that, he uh, you know did uh, R- 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 Rakesha. No, she's a singer. Koibo. Kosha. Kesha. I'm sticking with Kesha. Um, a dollar sign in it. How about Kosha with a dollar sign in it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the look on his face as the butler rubs, like, wafts the towel. Just like, ah, oh, he looks so good. He's <laughs> 1.5 doing his best Burgess Meredith. <laughs> you got to cut me, Mick. <laughs> Ask the butler out. He definitely will. Even if you're not why, boxing, he'll why, just cut you for the second. Why is Leo McKern's uh, headgear so much cheaper than McGowan's? Well, it's just like a little bit of well, bandage on top, and the other one's got leather. Sparring thing. He needs to be on tighter because he's the one that's actually getting punched. Is that I don't know. true? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> I mean, guessing. surely they're both sparring. You can't go, this is the one getting beaten up. Well, he's got one... that just as a sort of final sort of form of protection because he's going to have the pads in his hand that he's supposed to be aiming for. That's mm. just in case a punch gets loose. <laughs> um, Loosen the punch over my face. Yes. No. 
Yet again proving that people used to fence in school. Yeah. I know we had fencing stuff at school, but we never got a fencing lesson. But we had all the things in one of the cupboards, like the, the helmet stuff. Okay. But, but I don't think they trusted us with it. We did not. Um, and I quite like to go, but I don't think they trusted us. On uh, more than one occasion, I remember... Uh, it's not a very interesting story, I'll be, yeah. so I'll be brief. Uh, but uh, if you listen to Mayo and Commode, yeah. Simon Mayo on more than one occasion has talked about how he learnt fencing at school. Mm. It's like, what is that coming in useful for? It's not even a good sword, you know what I mean? Well, it is, it's a good sword now because the tips come off. Well, you get there, but what if someone comes at you with a battle axe? Well, but then it's not, it's not fencing. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. In it's, real life, right? Uh, if someone's got a fencing sword like that, right, and they come after you, like you're a Highlander. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it is very hard. And to, someone comes at uh, you with a with a samurai sword. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do without that? Yeah, because as fencing goes, it's going to be very hard to decapitate someone with a fencing sword. Do you know how many times you got to stab them? Like 50. Oh, you cut along the dotted line. Exactly. You've got to make your own you, dotted You make line. your own dotted line, then you've got oh. to punch it. Yeah. That electric razor looks awful. I, I could never use an electric razor. Why not? It made my face go incredibly sore and blotchy. So I could, I've never been able to use them. So sensitive. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Good to know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. We need to get you some uh, moisturizer with uh, licorice and uh, mm. and uh, uh, green tea in it. I'll just eat it. Okay. I think I lubricated my throat would be. Uh, never mind. Oh, that's weird. It'd be don't, moi- th- don't think of that. Yeah, it'd be moisturised, yeah. not lubricated. <laughs> I know, I fucked up. Indeed. I disgusted myself in the process. Uh, you're a monster. Um, yeah. I've, uh, it's, it's such a weird thing, but my face is going super red in old age, right? I don't know what that is. Mm. It really upsets me. Like, it's yeah. not that my face is blotchy. It's quite... Um, what would you, call, you know, it's one tone. But that tone is red, yeah. and I don't like it. Um, and so I was looking into it, and yeah, apparently it's all about anti-redness mm. moisturizers that help reduce redness. Yeah. All have licorice in them. <laughs> Here's something that um, I'm concerned about. Is that an old woman stroller, uh, like a buggy, but from the sixties? No, it's, it's definitely right on more. Seem to be. But, uh. um, I'm kind of concerned about. Um, See, McCarran's nose, you can't see it obviously, but he's back to us. Um, but he's, McCarran's nose has gone that kind of sort of big, roundy old man kind of nose. Yeah. I'm concerned about that. But more in the, you know, in mental school, you'll sometimes see old men whose nose has gone pretty much like some sort of cauliflower. Like, yep. Totally scared that's going to happen to me. Yeah, it probably is. I have to cut it off. No, you, you, you realise you can get that sorted. You've seen it on horrible bodies. They do oh, it all the time. They shave people's noses down. Cool, I'll get that done. It's kind of happening to McCarran there. Yeah, but you've also got to take into account McCarran isn't actually that old there, which yeah. is incredibly shocking on numerous levels. He's got that weird pockmarked face, actually. Yeah, because yeah. he had acne as a kid or something. Yeah. He's a real Robert Darby face. <sighs> Who got Robert Darby face? He got Robert Darby <laughs> face. <laughs> which I've definitely done on the podcast before. Maybe for even Leo, uh, Leo McCann. It's definitely in this episode as well. <laughs> His eye is more noticeable for the amount of times that there are lots of close-ups to him, and it's very obvious that one's moving all over the place, and the other one's just not. 
I mean, he's got one eye. I don't think yeah, you no. can really be that but cruel. It's just, it's I've never gone and watched an episode of Columbo no. and gone, look at that cunt not no, moving just, his eye. It's just the fact that there's, there's quite a few close-ups in this where it's just it's like, you're like, whoa, okay. Because you forget, because it does such a good job of acting as a real eye. Well, I'm sure he does a good job of not moving his eyes too much. Yeah, but it's just a couple of times, there's a couple of scenes <laughs> that it's just like, whoa, okay, uh, caught me unawares. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> 1.5's policeman is amazing. Yeah. Rumble. But it's so... This is so confusing to me on so many levels. So, he was speeding. Yeah. And he got arrested for speeding. But the judge is like, and you didn't... You almost, you could have killed someone. Yes. You you, you, you murdered... Theoretically, <laughs> you could have murdered someone, so therefore you are guilty of murder. <laughs> but I'm not. I didn't murder anybody. I was just being... Yeah, but think of all the people that you would have killed if you had hit them. I didn't hit him. But if you did, <laughs> you would have. You were going so fast, they would have been mints. <sighs> oh. It's a real. It's a. It's a real Orwellian nightmare. <laughs> you can't even think problems. <laughs> oh. It's a real minority report. Also, um, there was a, a bicycle in the back there. Just want to quickly mention that this is off subject, though. I did watch that. Um, uh, you want to see a dead body thing? Yeah, I told you to. It's very good. I know. People yeah. people need to listen to me when I suggest things. Yeah, so there you go. So I watched it. I, just remembered, I was reminded because of the bike in the background. I was thinking of East yeah. Chopper and that one. <laughs> the other episodes, which says it's on full on YouTube, you then click it and you only get a preview. Yeah, because that's, that's how they get you. They, want you, to, uh, yeah. they want you to join YouTube Red. Mm. To the premier shit. Premier. Yeah. You know. Damn. Anyway. Yeah, all those people he murdered. But yeah, the uh, the Justin Long episode, which I've only seen clips of, is genius. Uh, they are on a nude beach, nude oh. beach. Justin Long uh, and uh, him on a nude... And who are the other two? They meet like two really random people who don't look good naked. You know, like Andy Daly and someone yeah. else. And they just start attacking each other while nude. Oh. It's up there with that... Uh, it's actually more than one episode of Broad City with like gratuitous censored nudity. Yeah. But there's one episode where uh uh Jason Manzukas plays a creepy of DJ. Of course he does. <laughs> uh along with um Matt Smith. Not that Matt Smith. No. Not Doctor Who, but the one from uh Breaking Bad. No. Never watched Breaking Bad. Well that doesn't help. No. But um not, not Doctor Who then. But yeah, not Doctor Who. And he turns up on Doug's like movie, movies, so you can understand his voice, maybe. Uh, but they play creepy DJs who are trying to uh, very secretly get the girls into like a four-way. And so they all end up in the shower together. And then the guys are just walking around naked while the uh, ladies are trying to leave. And you're like, yeah. almost as good as the uh, unisex changing room episode uh, where... Just everyone's naked, but Abby's really self-conscious of her body, so she's just trying to get changed under a towel. And there's people like doing star jumps and the the pixels oh, are moving yeah. and stuff. It's like genius. That pixel guy <laughs> earned his money. <laughs> oh. Actually, Darcy Carden's in that episode as well. There was actually no, here's the thing. There was a very good um, thing on Polygon 
mm-hmm. um, the other week, which is going to do their games reviews or something. Yeah. There's, um, oh, it was called Genital Something. Okay. It was a sort of puzzle game where you had to move about this sort of house thing as a pair of balls and whatnot. And they were like, we're going to warn you ahead of time, we've censored this video. Mm-hmm. And they got into it, and they had not censored the balls and the conk, but they had just censored all of the background things. It was all... Uh, there was one point that you were using a toothbrush, but it was in your sort of weird anus thing. <laughs> it was part of the puzzle. But yeah, so they didn't censor any of that, but they just censored out <laughs> all the furniture in the room. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, that's pretty clever. Well done. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> one thing they, they seem to be very good at on Polygon is finding games where genitals are involved. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Oh. I've never seen a game with genitals. Oh, no, I played that, um, I played that Dante's Inferno. Mm. And uh, you remember that one? We have to go through the seven levels levels of hell. Oh. And uh, there's like I don't know, like women who gave abortions or something. It's really on the nose <laughs> and terrible. Yeah. Uh, and they come after you, and they like lean back, and like you see momentarily the vagine, Ooh. and then like a spear comes out of it. There's also like a cock. Oh Jesus! Okay. Then you slice them to pieces. I've definitely not seen that. Uh. Yeah, but that's the game where you also get atta- uh, attacked by unbaptized babies. Oh, all right, okay. Maybe you do remember that. <laughs> uh, there's been some good stuff on there, actually, because I got um, like that I Am Toast. I got that. Uh, cat, cat lateral damage is good. It's the third time we're in different contexts we've mentioned toast today. Yeah, um, and also um, Octodad's fun as well. I've played that. Yeah. I've played that in your hand. Have you not played I Am Toast? M- maybe, I don't done same. Oh, well, I'll, I'll stick it on at some point. I mean, you say that, but you know, I'll it only be fine. takes five minutes, but it's fine. It's, it's fun because <laughs> you're you're trying to you're a to, you're a bit better. You're trying to become toast. Okay. And you see, you can move through it. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't sound it. Yeah, not really. It's fun. Are you It's play, hard. It's hard but have it's you played Dating Daddy yet? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, you have. They were have talking I? about it on. Uh, McElroy talked about it to the point that I had to check it out. Hmm. It's the. Uh, you're a, you're a daddy, and you're trying to date other daddies. All oh, right, okay. No, I didn't even know. <laughs> I maybe haven't listened to that. Have you? <laughs> yeah. oh, there's that game on... Um, I don't know because it's a two-player one, so I'm not going to play that. Mm-hmm. But it was on Polygon, where you're, one player plays the dad, and one player plays the baby, mm-hmm. and you've got to try and oh, I've seen stop that. the yeah, yeah. baby killing itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. That's a very long video, if I remember right. Like, from what it is. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just Justin killing himself as a baby. Sticking a fork in the um, soft, um, electrical outlet it seems to be a favourite. Uh, totally. Uh, getting inside the oven and switching it on. How do you do that? Might switch on before you get in, close the door. Okay. So I, I mucked up the order. Anyway. That's the only thing you've really got to concentrate on when you're trying to kill yourself. Ugh. We're in World War Two now in the prison well, this is where it goes all wrong for number two, because yeah. this is not it's number his, six. Yeah, it's his memories. Because he's not old. <laughs> number six is not old enough for this to be him. Yeah. Or is he? No, because he's no. like he's he's younger than us here. Yeah. I mean, he could have been in the war for like a year, and I'm pretty sure Patrick McGowan was in the war, right? Yeah. For like a minute. Long enough. Well, if he joined when he was sixteen, and it was two years, yeah, you know I mean. I don't know. Maybe we made this up. Maybe we should. Look. Yeah. I should over the week if I get time look into it and then give more details next week. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I'm super but, glad you cut you cut your hair because his hair is actually a lot shorter than last time. Yeah. Um, 
you can still pull off a McKern. Right. So that's good. Oh, and that's what we'll again for next week. It gets even shorter next week. Oh. But uh, as I keep saying, stop yeah, talking about next week. But it, it, okay. It's a good look. You'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm not, this is not even for a man who wants spoilers. It's for a man who wants order at a podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell me anything. I know most things. I, I remember the. I vaguely remember all these, oh. but I just hadn't rewatched them. You yeah. know what I mean? I remember the last episode. I remember that at the end, the door's automatic in his flat, just like the door in the village. Yeah. And it makes you go, well, it's pointless. Or maybe it's not. Well, yeah, there always was. Well, it's, but I never noticed that until last. <laughs> I was like, wow, well, really? Is that thing? Well, I couldn't be worse going back and looking at the check. Yeah. The yeah. one where he goes to see Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's still number one. Oh, he's, he's number two is See, looking they, worse for wear. And also, there's a couple of stray hairs in his beard, and they disgust me. I mean, it's, it's very good. They don't really... See, there was a clock on the wall when he came in that was supposed to tell you how long he'd been there. And yeah. they've got a week. But it was very unclear as to what that clock meant. So it's very good that you haven't really even seen it in the background. Yeah. They kept that well out of you, because it would not have made any sense whatsoever. No, but that's the thing, right? Because when uh, number two opens the curtain in a minute... Yeah. And he sees five minutes. He shits himself because he's yeah. lost complete track of time. Well, as, soon as, but as soon as that popped up, it was just like, but that's what it said when they first came in. And then there's a bit where it closes up and it's down to like one minute or something. Yeah. And he's like, we've got a day left. I'm like, fuck, is this minutes? Or, I don't know what the fuck's going on. No. Oh. Hmm. No. Never mind. I, I do like this piece of music. Oh, <laughs> Give jazz hands as well. I need to find it. Yeah, I need to find this piece of music so badly. Oh. It's almost like something out of a fucking Ken Russell movie. It's real, it's real basic. Straight. <laughs> but you know, you can't. You, you're uh, hearing the voices as well. That's no use. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they start drinking. What? Apparently, some hundred proof stuff. Mm. Yeah. How much gunpowder do you reckon that would have lit? <laughs> yes. Well, isn't in all cases it's not going to be hundred proof because it's a funny. It shouldn't, if it's hundred, it would be white. Oh, see through. Isn't it? Clear. You know, as clear a, is the word. As a as a bartender uh, and barman and bar manager, yeah. I no fucking idea. No. no. <laughs> I just assume that because because it's very computers. Isn't the technically the color of it impurities? But I could be wrong. Well, not, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, whiskey's always going to be, you know, piss yellow. Golden is what people around here would probably <laughs> say. <laughs> not me. <laughs> In fact, when I drank, I didn't drink the stuff because it just tastes like burning. No, yeah, but that's the point. you got to get used to it. I'd rather not bother. When we were up north, you know, patience. that's what you had. You had a hip flask full of whiskey at all times. I want to get used to that. Yeah. You just want to do what you want to do. You only do what you want to do. Yeah. That's your, it's your, your MO. That's fine, isn't it? Sounds I mean, up to a point when the world gets faster because you can't do what you want to do, then it's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, see, the thing's spinning. I never noticed that much. Oh. Yeah, I'd call it a second hand, but it's too slow for that. <laughs> but it's also too fast to be a minute hand, so I don't know. Yeah. No, it's definitely faster than a second hand. No. One, two, three, four. It's like a 12 second hand, so it yeah. goes five times a minute. It's weird. Yeah. Oh. Look at all those beautiful knobs. Do you reckon they just smashed a guitar to pieces and then just <laughs> nailed it to a wall? 
It's just gauges for various things. Went, ah, we're not actually going to use any. Cram them on the wall, getting to twiddle them somewhat. Direction, twiddle those knobs. So, how does Degree Absolute work? Why does he die? <laughs> well, <laughs> because he didn't win. <laughs> yeah, but like he also didn't lose. I mean, uh, I mean, he 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 does lay down towards the end, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, number six is lying down like halfway through. So all in all, I don't think that's a. But I, thing. I think I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the degree of that kills you. I think it is a risky process or whatever for entering somebody's mm. mind because then you can have it swapped and like they're sort of done. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I think it's the fact that to convince them to let them do it because mm-hmm. it might end up damaging six. He says, "Well, if it doesn't work, then I'll be dead." Mm. So I only think it's okay. It can kill you if they let it. Mm-hmm. In this case, he's like the only reason that they'll let him do it is that if he fails, he's dead. So I don't know. I've lost track. But <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it, it definitely it, it doesn't have to kill you. They've just said get it done or you're dead. Yes, yeah. fuck you. And then, and they say in the moment they scream, die, die, die at him, and he yeah. does. Yeah. Die six, die, and dies. Following orders, and see, at one point five, just decided he's not listening to him anymore. He's the other day again. He works for the other dude. Well, he still works for two, but two is six, and six is two. It's very confusing. Uh, Almost as confusing as uh, how you would climb up onto that piece of wood when they were on the in the plane, the fake plane. Look at it. You can't climb up that ladder and then crawl on that plank. Fuck that noise. (laughs) I'm a decorator and I wouldn't do that. I'm not that insane. Splinters in your anus. That's a very sweaty episode. Yeah, everyone's very wet. It is. It must be very warm in the embryo room. Indeed. That makes sense though, right? It's good for fertilisation. Yeah, it's just a weird name in general. Okay, that. That's a dead eye. Okay, that's... Yeah, that's that's, that's one of the scenes that's just like, wow. Because you do... It does such a good job of... Of um, acting as a real eye, yeah. that when that happens, it really catches you off guard, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't it weird that as soon as he says how big he is, number two says he never gets back up off his knees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, this really takes too long. That counting yeah, down too. from sixty to fucking one, he's not even doing it every second. Start from third. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my like, god! There are certain points in this where, like, they're regressing him to points in his life before he was whatever, and then McCarran does just start screaming at him, "Why did you resign? Why did you resign?" Like, there's no, I think there was definitely a goal, there, so I could, a, a procedure thing in place, but he does skip lots of it. Yeah, but, but if you watch it, he does tell you why he resigns of sorts in this one. You know what I mean? Peace. Yeah, exactly. You know, he but, knew too much. Uh, but I think it's also, see, they've put this time limit as well, because you kind of see McCarran at the start also says, can a week's too short, this mm-hmm. is supposed to take months yeah. or whatever. So they've really, they've set him up to fail, and uh, fail he done. 
Yeah, they didn't do a good job of matching the colour of those eyes either, did they? Well, it's obviously his call, man. It's his bloody That's prosthetic. Cool. It's honestly, not like they bring one with him. I mean, it's a, it's a choice. If I was given the choice of that, I'd definitely go for it. Yeah, go for a Bowie well. look, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. yeah. <sighs> this is the weirdest way to take a pulse ever. Yeah, he strokes his face. Yeah. Mm. But it's almost like a... <laughs> chokes him a little bit. No, but it's like a, almost like a brotherly, respectful thing. Well... Oh, me dead bro, I better stroke his face. definitely something that came out in this one. Because mm-hmm. even at one point, um, two goes, oh, I'm really starting to like him. Mm-hmm. Even though he's getting, reliving these things where he's still kind of a dick as a kid. And stuff. Yeah. And he's like, again, they've come to like each other in here in this week. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of a Stockholm Syndrome from them both really being trapped in their room. Yeah. Just a- the same for 1.5 really, because he's kind of like, Ken... Dude, you're again, I'm on I'm on your side now. Yeah. yeah. Hello number fifty eight. Pack up this pussy wagon. We're getting out of here. <laughs> oh. But then it's just a case of okay, you've done this, cool. What do you want? One seat number one. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. What? Let's roll, motherfucker. You just have to ask before. And technically, through the other episodes, I don't think he has ever just asked to see number one. That worked right through the start. Yeah. Who is number one? Yeah. If he just went, can I see number one? Yeah, okay. Come this here. made me want to buy a chopper. <laughs> oh. I actually, uh, I uh, searched them on Amazon. Yeah. Do you know how much an adult chopper is? <sighs> Ridiculous amount. Eight hundred pounds. What the fuck? <laughs> That's mental. It's definitely too much. You could buy a real shitty car for that. Exactly. Whoa. His face. Oh. So yeah, um so at the end of that he is now he's gonna be taken to see number one. Numero Uno. Oh, um, hold on. Numero Uno <laughs> Numero Numero Uno. Here's the thing that'll get cut. But here's <laughs> something that happened yesterday. Right now we lay out the keys for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have reports and the keys on top. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's the restaurant keys and all the reports need. Mm-hmm. Sitting next to it is the housekeeping keys, and all the reports they need. Oh, you could just turn it down like that. <laughs> then you won't hear what I'm saying. Okay, then. Well, anyway, <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Um. So, what do you think of this episode? Bizarre, but very enjoyable. But I think that kind of falls to. The fact that McCarran's back. Yeah. And that he's been the best part of the season, mm-hmm. uh, series. And obviously he's not in it that much, but when he is, and he's also 1.5 heavy episodes, so good, because he's in the background there, but he's he's steady. He's You always get, again, mm. you always get the goods from 1.5. Um, the uh. more I think about it, right, I know McGowan at one point said you could cut this down into seven episodes. Yeah. And I haven't Googled what seven he's thinking, but I'm trying to figure it out, right? Mm. But I would like to not have a rival in it. Yeah. Because you don't really need it because they're forming an intro every week. Exactly. So it gives you the Done. idea. You can get rid of that and maybe start straight away with like... <sighs> See, no, because I was going to say Dance of the Dead, but Dance of the Dead works quite well actually after... The one where he escapes. Yeah. Because they find the body, they make it look like him, and then no one's going to look for him. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. 
See, now, I'm sure there's other reasons why that wouldn't there's work. Certain things like um, felt like uh, Harmony One, mm. which I was not that much of a fan of. Mm. You can't, but I, I don't like it. But you can't get rid of it either, because then your finale doesn't make sense. Why not? Living in Harmony is the one with the uh, with the the Western. Yeah, but your main killer dude. You need him for the last episode. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. So. No, but I'm saying, but you would. Okay, well, for, yeah, again, spoilers. For futures. Which I don't spoil, you know, as I say, I, I don't care about spoilers as such, but uh, out of context, this makes no sense yeah, to people. Okay, but that's a bit massive. No, you which episodes you need. Anyway, I, di- oh. I, I didn't think, like when Patrick uh, uh, Carkill comes back, I didn't feel like he's playing the same character as he was playing in Many Happy Returns. Oh, but this, um, yeah. You know, and I'm pretty sure at the end of Living in Harmony, uh, Kenner is dead. Well, that's what I so. thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. But, but, so. oh, but there we go. Um, yeah, we, we shall see. Okay. We shall be seeing it. Okay. Oh, and I, I, I did Google it, by the way. Um, did I? No. I can't remember. This sounds like it was coming off as a lie and a true at the same time. My brain just broke. I'm pretty sure I googled it, and that photographer last week was Kenner. Ooh. That was him again. You know the guy's like, "I'll rip your arms off and use them to beat you to death with." Yeah. On the roller coaster. Yeah, that's him again. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. True story. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what's is it? Free fall is next week's. Uh yes. Yes. It's the first time I remembered the episode title. Yep. Uh, oh, or is it Fallout? It is Fallout. It's not yeah. Free Fall. Yeah. Okay. Free for All is the one where they uh, with the, that's the one with the voting that I couldn't think of the title of earlier. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was close. You were close. You got oh, one out of two words out. right. I knew it was two. That's fifty percent. I knew it was two words. That's like a D minus. Well done. There you go. I'm getting better. I mean, the fact is, you can only get a D minus or an A plus. So it's a pretty. It's it's definitely a stacked deck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with where I am. Fine. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so yes, that's gonna be coming next week. Yeah. Um and until then, as always, uh yes. be seeing you. Be seeing you. Hey.